Welcome to another episode of There Is A System To This Madness Podcast. I am your host, Osaze Shabazz. Today is November 5th, 2020. Today is two full days after the presidential election, and we still do not have a result from the election. Right now, at the time of this recording, Joe Biden is six electoral colleges away from being president of the United States. Basically, there are four states that have not actually announced their results. Nevada, Georgia, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania. All Joe Biden needs is one of these states. Donald Trump needs all four states for him to win. And the way, the way I'm looking at it is the results from these remaining states when they say they're leaning for President Trump. Actually, Nevada is leaning towards um, Joe Biden. The other three are leaning towards Trump. The thing about, now I can't really speak about Pennsylvania. North Carolina is kind of an oddity too, but I know in regards to Georgia, the situation in Georgia is they counted all of the election day numbers, which President Trump has a lead. They are now counting all of the early voting ballots. Without a doubt, President Trump, if, if it was based on the early voting in the state of Georgia, he's not going to win. It would go to Joe Biden. It's a known fact that through the history of early voting, it has always favored the Democrats. In fact, this is why Republicans have always done everything in their power to stymie the early voting process. So pretty much if, if you had to just do basic math, if Donald Trump has not run, ran away with the votes in the state of Georgia and Pennsylvania and North Carolina, pretty much when they tally up the early voting, he really, he's not going to win. But like I said, he needs, Joe Biden needs one state. That's all he needs. I truly believe that he is not only going to win Nevada, but he's going to win Georgia, which, of course, you know, he's he's basically going to win the presidency. That would be considered really a landslide. I would even say he might slip in Pennsylvania. But I believe I believe Joe Biden is going to get. Georgia and Nevada, which, you know, I've already proclaimed Joe, um, Joe Biden has won the presidency. 
I, you know, pretty much it's 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 a wrap. Um, of course, <laughs> the funny thing about the Trump supporters, you see them protesting. They had like a split screen because this is how kind of simple they are. You got people that are yelling, stop the count. And then you got another group, I think it was in Michigan. They're yelling, stop the count. And I think in Pennsylvania, they're yelling, keep counting. It's, it's funny. Of course, the White House wants them to stop the count because they believe that if they stop the count, wherever they stop at, it's going to be an advantage for Trump. In fact, Trump has actually gone on record in saying that he's won. He's won. And, you know, he's at the point now where he's trying to petition the Supreme Court to not only stop the, the count, but also any count that came after Election Day, which, of course, there were no votes that came after Election Day. Early voting means that it was early before the election day. I mean, these people, you you can't make this stuff up in regards to how idiotic they are. It's one thing to it's one thing to have a group of people that just they just don't know, but some things common sense will start to weigh in and just fill that void of ignorance that is between your ears. And you would just say, let me take a step back. Yeah, I get it. The average John or Jane Doe from Mayberry and Green Acres, they probably don't know anything about what the, the Supreme Court is. You know, in fact, you constantly hear things like Roe versus Wade and they're going to stop abortion and stuff like that. They don't really understand the legality of these decisions. One of the things that John Roberts has always expressed was that he had a disdain for how the courts were used back in 2000 when it was Gore versus Bush and how the Supreme Court intervened when all of the conservative judges voted that Georgia had, I mean, excuse me, Florida had the last say-so and really could decide the outcome of the presidency, which of course, it went to Bush. You know, people forget that the governor of Florida was his brother, the secretary of state who also controlled the voting process was a friend. I mean, this was nepotism at the highest, but at the same time, you know, you can't be mad. Like, like they say, let a player play. I mean, Hey, this is what it took. And this is, this is called the ultimate hookup. 
on all levels. But John Roberts has stated that this, we, this, the Supreme Court will never, not under his, under his watch, the Supreme Court will never be used like this again. And I, and I do believe, I believe John Roberts is that type of uh, chief justice that's going to make sure that this is not going to happen. But, I, you know, I believe that it's just the, the amount of ignorance, not on the behalf of the president. I just, it's, it's sickening how he manipulates his followers and just give them false information, information that is just detrimental to them because they so desperately want to believe in something. They want to believe that their life, their, I guess their way of life is not dying. And he gave them that hope that, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to survive. You know, the South is going to rise again. You know, that, that type of rhetoric. And they don't get it because first of all, like they said, he is, I guess, king among, they use the term non-college educated people. I don't even like to even say college educated. I like to say high school, 12th grade or less people. We ain't, I don't even want to talk about community college for the majority of Trump supporters. I would say I'll give a, I'll give a high school diploma and less. You know, it's, I, you know, I would like to say that, you know, this problem is an issue of lack of civics not being taught in high school and, you know, even in college. You know, I believe, you know, I'm, I'm partial biased towards history. I believe that civics in high school should definitely be mandatory. But again, <laughs> ignorance is ignorance. And just common sense when they are actually saying things like stop the count or you hear things like all votes don't have to be counted or in previous elections all votes weren't counted and you hearing this from the President of the United of the United States. I mean, this this is some crazy shit. All votes don't need to be counted. How do I mean where do you where do you get this type of mindset from? I mean, this this is you know, this is I mean, it's, it's hard to believe that we dealt with four years of this. It's now coming to a head, even like the 
the coronavirus, don't wear a mask or get rid of the Affordable Care Act while people are dying and you're still focusing on taking their insurance away from them. And you got people that are actually saying this. People at these rallies, these Trump rallies, and statistics are showing that they are contaminating each other and they're still going out there. This is a country of a group of people that just don't give a damn. And you got to treat them like that. I mean, one of the things I've always felt, I've always had one critique of President Obama. And that was, I think he put too much emphasis on trying to bridge that gap between his supporters and those that did not support him. And when I say those that did not support him, the vile things that was stated towards him and his family during the eight years, eight years, mind you, no scandals, no incidents, no embarrassments, not once. I don't think President Obama ever even stumbled going up a set of stairs. Nothing buffoonery. Not in eight years, even to this day. You still don't have, I mean, they showed President Obama taking a jump shot. It was, I mean, it was all nothing but net. I mean, I don't want to say a, a person is perfect, but this guy, this guy is something else. But I think the biggest thing that he, the biggest mistake to me that he made, he just kept trying to reach out. He kept trying to get people to see what he was doing was for the best of everybody. And what he failed to realize, these people did not care because all these people saw was the color of his skin. All these people saw, really, they really saw fear because they know they have caused so many atrocities on people of color in this country. So when a black man was made president, the most powerful person in the world, they really thought that he was just going to just put the hammer down on them. They were scared shitless. And their fear to this day is based on that. They have not gotten over that fear to the point where a person who not only stroked their fears, but he also allow for them to express their true feelings as it pertains to their fear and they elected this person. And we got four years, because again, you know, Trump wasn't supposed to be president. 
Trump was a result of the good people sitting on their hands and turning their back on democracy. So you can't say that the Trump supporters did this. No, it was allowed to be done by the, I'll say, decent, conscious thinking citizens of this country turning their back on democracy. So I'm not going to give them, but if anything that we can honestly say that came out of these four years, it gave us an understanding to wash away the notion that racism is dead. Because a lot of people did believe that because Obama was elected, that racism was dead. When in fact, all Obama did was he stoke up that fear and Donald Trump, he played on it. When Obama was in office, there were little snide remarks, but it was still somewhat undercover. Trump actually said, say it, express it, and they did. So far as I'm concerned, we now have a legit record of these individuals. You have faces. You have Statements from your friends, your neighbors, your co-workers feeling that they are so safe that they can spew the rhetoric of what they truly believe. And see, that stuff, you can't take it back. You, can't, you, can, you cannot take that stuff back. So if anything, if anything that came out good from... Trump being president, it gave us a tr it gave us a face to racism. We knew racism was there, kind of like a Klansman in their hood. But they got so comfortable that they lift the hood up and or took the hood off. This probably was the most positive thing about Donald Trump being president. I mean, when you think about What's coming? Because like I said, far as I'm concerned, Joe Biden has won the presidency. And yeah, now we need to prepare for repercussions from Trump supporters. I mean, personally, I don't think there's going to be something major. It's just going to be a lot of the like, you know, kind of like what's going on in front of these polling precincts where they're just going to gather and chant and rant and rave but without a doubt he's still going to have his Trump rallies people don't understand he's just it's not like he's just going to just go away I mean he's he's going to have Trump rallies this is this is November you can best believe Within seven days, in fact, seven days from this recording, he's going to have a Trump rally. December, you can expect too in December that there's going to be Trump rallies. But let me say this, I'm, I'm going to make a bold prediction. At the inauguration 
or the transition of Joe Biden coming into the White House in January, Donald Trump will not be there. Donald Trump, I, in fact, I would go as far to say before January, Jan, after January 15th, you will not see Donald Trump no more. Now, where he going to go, I have no idea. But I guarantee Donald Trump is going to disappear. Whether or not, and I'm not saying he's going to flee the country or nothing like that. It's just that he just, he's not going to be public. I just, I do not believe that Donald Trump is going to greet Mr. and Mrs. Biden like, you know, the tradition of welcoming the president-elect to the office. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. Another thing I predict is interesting that, like I was talking about Obama and how he was continuing to reach out to those that didn't support him. I personally don't believe Senator Harris or Vice President Harris is not going to do that. Okay, first of all, let's look at it. Kamala Harris is not only going to be the first woman of any race, creed, or color to hold the position of vice president of the United States. But without a doubt, yes, she is African-American. Yes, she's mixed race, Indian, and I, I, I can't remember. I don't know if her father was Jamaican or Bohemian, but he's black. And not only just black, but went to a historical black college, Howard. I'll go as far as say the MEAC. And she's a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority. You know, the one of the divine nine. I mean, when I think we had a first, well, first of all, we had a president named Barack Hussein Obama. He was married to a woman named Michelle. Now we about to get a vice president named Kamala. I mean, come on. You, you couldn't make a movie script with this, this scenario. And the thing that you have to understand, she don't have the patience that Barack Obama has. She's straightforward. She's no nonsense. By no means am I saying that President Obama was weak, but he just, he focused so much on unifying. Kamala Harris, is almost gonna be like Trump. Trump focused on his supporters. Though there were a small percentage of the country, he didn't care. 
He's like, I'm not even going to entertain nobody that don't believe in me. I am going to focus solely on my supporters. Now, Kamala Harris, she has a bigger, she has a bigger audience. But she doesn't strike me as a type that she's going to worry about bipartisanship. You either with the positive plan or you're not. There's no gray. This is good. This is bad. There's no gray. You know, it's, it's going to be bad that the Senate pretty much is going to it's going to stay the same. Which, you know, again, that kind of irritates me about Georgia because Georgia is about to become blue in regards to the presidency. But Georgia was the only state that had two Senate races. And one, you, you sent, you're going to send the same individual right back. And the other race is going to be a runoff. And I don't know. I hate to use that same adage that runoffs are never been good for Democrats, especially in, in, in the state of Georgia. So, I mean, you know, who knows? Who knows? I mean, anything can happen. But I don't understand how people go out and they vote for a Democratic president and you don't look down the chart and you vote for the Democrats running for office, especially the U.S. Senate. It's, I mean, the only thing I can think of, these, these individuals that voted Democrat, they didn't even look down the ballot. They checked Biden and they submitted their vote. I mean, that's, that's the only thing I can think of. Because I don't, I don't understand how that, how that could even happen. So that's, you know, that's just, that's just uneducated, an uneducated voter. That's, that's all that come down to. But hopefully, you know, I'm going to try to do another one of these in another five days. Hopefully I can officially proclaim that there's a winner. But pretty much. Also, let me add this. I personally think they know Joe Biden has won. I believe Joe Biden has won. Another prediction. I believe what they are doing is trying to figure out how they're going to handle the aftermath. Because you're going to have some angry white folks. The, the, the motherfuckers are mad right now. So pretty much how do you handle that? I've heard people, commentary sit there say, you know, people need to go to Mitch McConnell and the senators and they need to go to Donald Trump and have him to calm his people down or, you know, implement something that would back these people up. And I'm like, you know, are you really, how stupid is that shit? Come on. You gonna ask Donald Trump the squelch his people no come on but what i can't figure out because this is a state thing why isn't it 
possible for the governors of these states to call in the National Guard and set up barriers around these polling places. I mean, these people really are. These people have been in these polling stations for at least 24 hours. And they got to focus on counting and they are hearing people or even if they can't hear it, they know that there are people outside of their polling stations that are chanting and they know that they're Trump supporters. So anything can happen. This, this some, that's, that's some wild shit. So why not? The, why don't the governors just call the National Guard in and push these people back? I, I, I just don't get it. But anyway, you know, hopefully in the next couple of days, we will definitely have, I, I believe we're going to have another, we'll have our result. But, you know, I'll be the first to say congratulations, Vice President Joe Biden, who is now president-elect, and congratulations, U.S. Senator Kamala Harris, who is now vice president-elect. It, it's done. As always, I would love to hear your opinions, your views, your questions, your agreements, your disagreements. I would love to hear it all. Until then, this has been another episode of There is a System to This Madness. I am your host, Osaze Shabazz. God bless. Take care. Stay safe.